0: 18 plus, drink responsibly
1: Yeah, so I was the product of a one night stand. Um this American guy finishes college goes backpacking. I think he was working in a factory. At, like, you know, when you're just backpacking, like, oh, you guys, two weeks work, just stacking some stuff for cash. You're like, fuck yeah, that's another two weeks we can travel when we get to Asia. So he like goes to work drinks on a Friday and my birth mum, you know, is the receptionist at the warehouse or whatever. And like, that's that. And- Been like, a wrestling. Yeah. And then my, he finishes work, goes on to Asia and traveled for two years or whatever. And it seems weird now, but you know, obviously back then there's no like, oh, I'll send him a DM and be like, hey, mate, fucking, you'll never guess what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He'd like, oh, yeah, what's his name? Uh, Joe, Joel, something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's, but he's long, and by the time she realized she was pregnant, she was like, I think high 20s, early 30 weeks, like, you know, he's, he's long gone and it was sort of too long for, I don't know if she had found out straight away if she would have like had me. And I don't know how, you know, what the abortion thing was like in 87, yeah, but it was like, I was sort of lucky to even get that far because I, you know, it just wasn't the, it's
0: crazy to think about, man, isn't it? Like, yeah,
1: it really is. And this will fucking do your head in. So the year I was adopted, there was a thousand couples in Victoria that had like done the paperwork and had been signed off. Yep. Great couple. They'd be great parents. They're approved to get a child. And then I think there was fifteen babies up for adoption that year, and so every single one of those approved families is like a completely different life that I would have had. Because you know, I go to Altham, go to Altham High. Oh, there's a high school teacher that loves volleyball. Great. So that's I wasn't smart enough to get into university, but I got in because I went to college. And you know, then I go to college and like radio, and then here we are. But like, there's a thousand different. other alternative. Yeah. You know, oh, you, you so many different scripts that you yeah. could have done. Yeah, yeah, and so. Um, my mum and dad trying for 10, 12 years or something like that. IVF a few times, didn't work. IVF, I'm assuming 35 years ago, not as good as it was now. And then so they do the adoption stuff and they go, yep, you're approved. We'll give you a call. You know, okay, there's a thousand other people waiting for this call. They get a call on a Thursday going, yeah, cool. Um, we'll drop them off tomorrow. And they just go, yeah, cool. So I was 10 weeks old when I moved in with them. 10 weeks. Yeah. So from birth for 10 weeks, you're like in the, like orphanage is like a funny thing to say, or not yeah. a lot of funny things to say, but like, I don't think it was as severe as like, what it's know, made a out baby to be. factory. I think yep. it was like a foster family and yep. stuff. But so mum, I only just, I didn't really think about it until mum told me. The re- She's a teacher, right? All the teachers get this come in on Friday and they go, oh, Mandy's not coming in. She's on maternity leave from today. And you go, but she's not pre-. like, yeah, I chatted to her yeah. yesterday, you know, and they go, what? And they go, yeah, baby, arrived this morning. And they're like, well, no, it didn't. <laughs> like I was literally hanging out with her yesterday and she was not pregnant and she starts maternity leave from today and they're like, yep, she'll be back in 12 months. And they're like, okay, sure. Um, she hides it well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she hides it well.
1: Yeah. Um, and so I think my my birth mother, um, one of nine, yep. and her parents – Mum had a real rough life. Her dad, drinker, bit of a shit bloke from what I read. A couple of family members, real rough, drugs, rough end of town. And she just was like, oh, she was sort of on this journey to like better herself. So she'd even, she was like in her late 20s. I assumed my whole life she must have been 16. Yeah. Because you, know, right. you just go, oh, yeah, you know, unexpected print. She was 28 and she was like going back to uni and she was sort of like, my family's a bit, you know, had a bit of a rough child. I'm going to be the one that like breaks away from this. I'm going to go to uni, I'm going to get a job, I'm going to cut them off, I'm going to... And then she gets pregnant and she goes, oh, fuck, this is the kind of shit that my family, you know, because it. Oh, I get pregnant and I move off track and we can't afford it. And she just went, oh, I just don't want this for the child. Like, I don't want to bring him into the life that I've had because it's been rough. And so she sort of wrote me this letter that was like, oh, you know, dear John, <laughs> when you're old enough to understand, like, here's why I did it. And she was like, I would have loved to have, have kept you, but... I think you're a better chance with another family because my family's pretty pretty cooked mm. was the the general gist and I think she was really not in the religious way but had a really strong like I think everyone deserves two parents that love them and I there's only one of me so if you if you get placed with a, a mother and a father like then that's twice as many loving parents that I can give you kind of thing beautiful so yeah which is weird cuz Hollywood would let you think that every child is like adopt a child. It's like, fuck you. You don't love me. Like you gave me away and they, you know, I'll teach you a lesson, but then you read that and you just go, Oh, like, is that not the most selfless, like amazing thing ever? And then you, I always say moved in it doesn't quite sound right when you're 10 weeks old but yeah.
0: like, <laughs> you're renting I, yeah, yeah, I,
1: I um, rocked up with my, my suitcase <laughs> no but then you, you like you're moving with two loving parents like dad's real sporty loves footy and stuff he got me into the Hawks and whatever used to come watch me play footy and cricket mum's unreal and then you go oh like how good's this and I could have been like I don't Very know nice. if it's as bad as she described but I mean obviously to make a decision like that it was, it was pretty rough and she just went you're a better chance there
0: and then and then that's it. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with one of your friends, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest or advertise with one of our podcasts and email hello at com. Thanks for tuning in. Illy Hello my beautiful friends and family, guess what, I am back, I am back, third time lucky, my third time drafted in my life, I'll be making a return to footy as a part of the Carlton Draft along with some big household names, not as big as my name, but uh, some quite big names, Isaac Smith, Trent Cotchin, Maddie Lloyd, Lee Montagna, some of the all-time greats of our game as I've just mentioned, one lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT Aaron Phillips to play as a wild card. How bloody good is that? If you're a part of women's community footy and you are keen to get Erin down, enter now at the CarltonDraft.com.au. That's the Carlton Eighteen plus, drink responsibly.